This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 290 with Van Carlson. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at enterprise risk management and captive insurance strategies. My guest in this episode is Van Carlson. Van is the CEO of Strategic Risk Alternatives. Van has over 20 years of experience within the risk management industry. He began his career with Farmers Insurance Group as an agent eventually growing his book of business to be amongst the largest in his home state of Idaho. Van focuses at strategic risk alternatives on risk management primarily and facilitates strategic risk alternatives to assess and solve for the risks their clients have. His primary goal is to continue the upward growth of strategic risk alternatives and continue to develop new products to bring to market. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint, followed by institutional investors. And if you are an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. Van, welcome to the show. Thanks for inviting me. Looking forward to it. It's my first podcast. 
There, there you go. There you go. No, you're, you're in the right place. So excited to have you on. Um, now, before we jump into uh, the, the amazing information that you'll share, is there, uh, can you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yes, for sure. Um, so my background, I cut my teeth starting a uh, successful property and casualty insurance agency, moved into a risk management role with my business owners, and I've been doing that uh, really for the last 20 years. Uh, so my background is in risk management, first and foremost, um, and then, of course, all the experiences that that brings with you, I can pass on to my business owners and really... Um, make them think about risk management in a more broader sense than maybe they're used to. Uh, and that's really what we're, we're mostly consulting when it comes to risk management with our clients and how we can better manage that risk overall, utilizing some of the tools uh, strategic risk alternatives has. Great. So how did you get into uh, the business? You know, it's, it's kind of, um, this particular business is really started uh, after 2008. Okay. Um, leading up to that time, I was a pretty smart guy. You know, I had a great property casualty agency, uh, very, very successful. I, I live in the Boise area, and if you're familiar with Boise, Idaho, it was rapidly growing. Um, a lot of new businesses were forming. I mean, if you were in a property casualty insurance business, it was a good time to be in business. Unfortunately, um, right around that same time, though, we saw the Great Recession come into play, and... Um, I saw a lot of good businesses, business owners go out of business, unfortunately. And a lot of it has to do with um, what made my business successful. They would call me every fourth quarter of, of the year and their CPAs were telling them they owe all this money in taxes. And they were calling to ask me, hey, um, what's this going to cost? You know, I want to buy some more equipment. I want to buy some more vehicles. Um, uh, what's it going to cost to insure? And it was great for me. Um, great for everybody, right? Everybody was right. making money. Unfortunately, they took advantage of the 179 accelerated depreciation on their tax returns, but they ended up financing that equipment or they financed financed those vehicles. So when that when it slowed down, the economy slowed down. You know, they found themselves um, surprisingly. A lot of them find themselves on a hamster wheel they didn't realize they were on, and they had to keep getting on that wheel. Unfortunately, the jobs went away, work went away. Um, and they found themselves uh, being liquidated, uh, a lot of them. And it was affecting me because now I was losing those clients that were paying insurance premiums to me. And, and I thought there's got to be a better way than to keep going out and listening to the CPAs talk about buying more stuff in order to take the depreciation and everything else. Um, you know, that never made sense to me anyway. My first business partner told me uh, that, that it resonated with me that uh, – you know, these charities would come in and they say, oh, you can donate it and it's, it's a write-off. And, and I'll never forget my first business partner I had in my, in my uh, professional life was, he said to me, Ben, you know, it's going to be really great, man. We're going to have so many tax write-offs. We're going to be able to write ourselves right out of business. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, that that's the truth. <laughs> that's not an efficient way of running a business, right? So right. I, I looked at this tool much broader at that point that, hey, owning your own insurance company, that's really what our clients, what we tell our clients to do is how do you manage your risk more effectively? It's really identifying the risk you have and going out and, and forming your own insurance companies to handle these risks into the future. And that's when I really became a, a, a real believer in the program. I kind of knew about the concept of owning, you know, business owners owning some kind of form of their own insurance company. But I became more passionate and more of a believer 
after I watched really good business owners, unfortunately, go out of business. And a lot of it had to do with their inability to plan for taxes more efficiently and, and overall manage the overall financial risk they took to run their business. And I think sometimes in the general public and for that matter, the business owners themselves, um, they don't take those into consideration. And until you have a, uh, a knee dropping event um, to where, you know, you, you all of a sudden realize the risk you were taking. And uh, that's one of the things I, that we really talk to clients about today uh, because things are better and, you know, margins are better. All profitability, all those things are great. Um, but how are you going to become more efficient with your risk? And more importantly, just or just as important, I should say, the tax tax efficiencies that you need to be put in place. No different than Fortune 500 companies have been doing for decades. And that's really what we try to educate our clients on and, and look at it much broader than they're, they're used to. Now, for my listeners uh, that are listening that uh, don't completely know about or understand uh, the concept and the strategy of a captive insurance company. Can you explain a little bit what it is uh, and how it operates? Sure. Um, so basically, these are risks. Uh, there's there's a lot of different vehicles, right? I mean, they're all at the same chassis, but there's different vehicles when it comes to the overall word captive insurance companies. Um, you know, there's a macro and a micro and then the macro captives are the companies that have gone out and replaced their traditional insurances. Uh, the, 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 uh, general liability, the work comp, uh, product liability, uh, contents, vehicle coverages. These guys are paying north of $500,000 in traditional insurance. Um, and they, uh, have now figured out a way to go out and really take on some more, uh, risk on themselves with higher deductibles. And then they go out and get stop loss. Those are macro captives, a fantastic product. I mean, I would say if, if, if you're business owners that are paying north of $500,000 in traditional premiums, you, you ought to be looking at a captive, uh, micro captive situation almost uh, on an annual basis when your stuff comes up for renewal. Uh, great product. We kind of do things a little bit smaller than that. And, and really, our clients are the small to middle market business owners uh, that still have these types of risks that you can't buy insurance for necessarily. but um, have the risk nevertheless. I mean, I think cyber today is probably the largest one. When we look at small businesses today, some of the risks that they have. And unfortunately, traditional insurance carriers either have an endorsement on your policies or they do have a standalone policies, but there's so many sublimits, coverages that aren't, that are inadequate, or there's a lot of exclusions, unfortunately, um, in cyber. Because it's, it's fairly new in the insurance industry, even though it's been around you know, decades, it's, it's new when it comes to the insurance world. They don't really understand all the risks they have yet in place. And, um, you know, catastrophic losses scare. Uh, we had a couple of them last year, right, uh, with big companies. So that being said, uh, back in 1986, uh, there, was a, there was a reform act, a tax reform act. Um, if you go back to 1986, you had Tip O'Neill as a speaker and Ronald Reagan as, as the executive branch, right, the president. Uh, a lot of compromise were done back in 1986 Tax Reform Act. I would say a lot more than this past Reform Act of, of 2017. Um, but one of the things that was introduced during that Reform Act was a tax code known as the 831B. And 831B was really a, a tax incentive to own your own insurance company. Uh, at that point in time, what was happening in the community was a lot of the farmers were finding themselves more and more um, relying on themselves to insure their crop insurance. And um, 
that's one of the things that so so one of the things about our our current tax system, right? So you can't just take a dollar aside and say, hey, in case this happens, I'm going to use this dollar, right? That's called self-insuring risk. Right. Self-insuring risk is not a deduction, right? Um, the year you incur the income is the year you pay the taxes. Uh, so Congress came out and said, hey, we have to create an incentive. We have to create a, uh, some kind of ability for these guys to build up reserves in order to handle their own risk. Uh, and, and again, you got to look back at the you know technology companies are coming out. I mean, insurance companies are always kind of slow to respond to what's going on in the, in the environment. And there was a lot of changes in the 80s. Um, and so that all being said, uh, Congress said, hey, we're going to pass this A31B. Uh, the first $1.2 million you put into this vehicle, we won't consider that to be income. So the insurance company is now able to build up tax advantage reserves to pay for claims down the road. Uh, that's that's a considerable tax savings uh, to the operating company, right? So now you're able to legitimately run it through the company, take a deduction at the operating company level, and then have those funds drop into an insurance company. And now you're not going to uh, pick that up as income to that insurance company. The only thing that insurance company will pay taxes on is investment income. Uh, pretty good incentive, right? Uh, Due to the PATH Act of uh, 2017, that number has now increased to $2.2 million, uh, and it has an inflation uh, rider on it as well. So in 2018, now businesses going forward can put up to $2.3 million into their insurance company uh, starting this year. And so, you know, all very good sentence. Um, you know, anytime you have this big of incentive for taxpayers, you know, I, I don't be surprised there's going to be abuses along the way. And, and unfortunately, there has been. And we have a very, uh, I would tell you, there's a lot of, been a lot of case precedents at this time. We had a very, uh, one of the larger, uh, really it's the first case of its kind under a micro captive was brought to tax court and um, the brief was written and, and uh, Judge Holmes released it uh, last uh, August. And it was the Abrahamis versus the commissioners. And I think in that briefing, you can read through it and, you, and it really starts to pave the way on how to, to correctly own these vehicles. Uh, I would tell you that Congress is a big believer in these programs, and um, unfortunately, we live in a high-risk profile um, in the industry it, it, as a business owner today. Risk, risk is constantly shifting and changing, and it comes from you all different directions. And, you know, we believe owning some kind of form of your own insurance company will become a normal business practice. It might take us a while to get there, but we're, you know, we're increasing rapidly every year right now with business owners because... A lot of times this is new to them. They didn't even think they could ever own their own insurance company uh, or why or, you know, the what's and the how's and all those things. And we're, you know, we're in the process of educating, but we do believe with time, uh, owning some kind of form of your own insurance company will become a normal business practice. You're listening to Van Carlson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. MC Lobsher is the host of the top rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja, and also the president of Producers Wealth. Producers Wealth assists people in creating, protecting, and perpetually multiplying wealth in any economy through creating processes that help them increase their production, provide them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. You're listening to Van Carlson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and are back to our interview. 
Very, very interesting. So if you had to summarize some of the benefits uh, that business owners would have to own their own insurance companies, what would be some of the, the boxes that you would, uh, would check? Well, first and foremost, you know, it's, it's the risk, right? So, I mean, I talked to clients today about, you know, supply chain risk, brand protection, um, unauthorized access, which is cyber, dispute resolutions. I mean, we're living in a very high, high litigious society, unfortunately. That's not getting any better anytime soon. Um, and so we talk about the risk first. And, and, and two, I think it's important to understand what we're trying to accomplish, right? We're talking about the intangible assets of the business versus the tangible. Insurance companies do a very good job ensuring the tangible assets of a business. Where it gets a little bit grayer and murkier is the intangible. And the intangible of the business is your cash flow, intellectual properties, your contracts, your brand, your blue sky, um, any of those types of things of which you know, I always talk about cash flow because cash flow is the blood of, of, of the business, right? It's the blood of the body. I mean, it's it, without that cash flow, you don't have much of a business. And, and unfortunately, a lot of times we overlook that and much to our demise, unfortunately. And so uh, that's one thing I always try to drive home. So that's one big thing is how do we mitigate risk that you already have on the books? The, the alternative risk are obviously the, 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 the benefits of owning the insurance company itself are ph- phenomenal. Uh, first off, it, it's t- tax advantage dollars, right? And it sits in a C corp. So even when you do take it out, you're going to be taxed at capital ga- uh, capital gains or dividend taxes, which is far less than ordinary income rates that are right? even with the reform act that came out of 17, uh, it's still going to be less than o- ordinary income. You're able to build reserves up uh, that, that reserves that we expect your financial advisors to invest. Um, our clients control 100% of their reserves um, when we set these up for our clients. Uh, there is an investment agreement they have to sign with, with us saying what they're going to do and can't do with the reserves. But we expect that money to go to work. Money makes money. And that's a great advantage because now they have tax advantage dollars to go and invest. It's no different than a 401k. You know, the reason why people want to dump into 401k is because they have more money to work with because those are pre-tax dollars. Uh, and our program is the same way. So, I mean, the bigger advantage for us is they have control of it and there's no 10% penalty if they take it out uh, and they get taxed at a lower rate than they would have if they would have, you know, just paid taxes on the year they incurred the income. Um, so those are all really good benefits. I think the largest benefit, though, for our clients is, is kind of what alluded me into the getting to this program. And that's, that's really how do you manage your overall financial risk you take in your business? Um, there's some things that the IRS requires you to have, right? There's got to be a fortuitous risk, means meaning that has to happen by accident. That's a fancy word for accident, um, but it has to happen by accident. It can't be a it can't be a win. It's got to be an if. And you get into these these uh, differences between business risk and insurable risk and all those things. And that's what, as we as their insurance manager, we make we protect our clients from all those issues. But the overall lane of, the, of owning the insurance company, I think, manages your over finance, overall financial risk. Could you, could you imagine, had I gone back to those business owners prior to 08, those subcontractors and everybody else that were making a lot of money, and had we just been able to take off that very top, that very, let's say the last 10%, right on the tip of, of, that, of that peak, and just tuck it away, just put it away, and build that reserve up. And, and, if, and if you found yourself skidding down the hill on the backside, you had a cushion to land on. And, and unfortunately, uh, you know, when you have those economic downturns, you can't run to the bank. We knew what the banks are going to do. And, and 
we get it. We know why they, we know, you know, the, the old Warren Buffett saying they'll hand you all the umbrellas you want on nice sunny days, but as soon as it starts raining, they'll be asking for them back. Uh, we know that's what they're going to do. They have to do it that way. Right. I mean, right. Let's, yeah. Let's not hold any illusions against about, about that. But if we can just soften that blow, um, uh, and that's really where I became a real believer in this program because I saw guys that had this program and I prior to 08, and I saw guys that didn't have it. And I can tell you this, not only did they survive the downturn, they thrived in the downturn. And that's what we're, really where you see smart money go today is in those downturn opportunities. No different than some people waiting for the market to pull back right now, right? Because they're not going to go when the market's high right now. Right. Um, that's smart money. And to me, you know, if you can just take those upper echelon peaks where, hey, you know, don't go get the new boat. Don't go get the new house. Don't go do Don't Don't buy into those things, you know. And, and realistically, um, I tell clients all the time, if you're in the spinning mode of your life, your program's not, our program's not for you. This is a forced savings account. And it's a forced savings account hoping you never have to use it due to the risk that we're underwriting or the economic downturns, and you get to go off to the sunset someday when you sell your business, you close down your insurance company, and you're able to pull all those reserves out as capital gain. And that, to me, is the pensions and everything else that everybody else has gone out and worked for companies or governments and so forth for. Now we're able to show business owners how to more effectively, more efficiently uh, manage their risk, first and foremost. But really, what are you doing for yourself? How, how are you building these reserves up for down the road? You know, what if you can't sell your business? What if you can't sell the number, the business you want to sell it for? All these things come up. And I would tell you, most of our clients today in their mid-50s, very, very successful enterprises, and they're looking back on, you know, I'm done. You know, I've got my house. I got, how, do, how, how am I going to go off to the sunset like my buddy that worked for the government for 25 years and he's got a great pension? How do I get that deal? Right. And, and that's really where the frustrating part for me is. Because unfortunately, business owners take a lot of risk to do every to get up every day and go to work, and thread the needle and make that profit. And as you know, profit is not easy to make, but it gets it gets discounted a lot. Right, right. And now you've touched on uh, what some of the clients, an ideal client, would not be for you guys, Van. What are some of the the, the clients that you guys serve, um, and who is this a good fit for your program? Uh, what are some of the size of the businesses and, and what other things do you guys look for uh, that this program uh, would be a great fit for? Yeah. So um, I would tell you that we look at gross revenues. We, we, you know, our clients average between a million dollars in gross revenue to high as a couple hundred million dollars. Um, we try to keep our fees intact in, in to, to, make, to make sure that it doesn't kill the deal. Uh, again, we think every business owner should own some kind of form or their own insurance company. So we're very much um, aware of the fees and we don't want to make sure fees kill deals. And so we're very competitive um, when it comes to fee structures and how we structure it and how we maintain it even during the downturns of the economy to where it's not killing the business owner to maintain their own insurance company. So we've taken all that consideration. Uh, our, our typical client today is a successful enterprise across the gamut of industries. Uh, you know, I, we, what's great about living in this country is you run across people that you do what and how much money you make. I, I, I love the, the, the innovation that goes on in this country when it comes to the types of businesses we run across. But, you know, we work with a lot of medical doctors uh, down to dentists. We have products specifically for some of these industries. 
um, that we work with. Uh, and so, but it's successful enterprises. Um, obviously, risk is never an issue, truthfully, because business owners got plenty of it. We just have to identify it and show it to them. Um, but then, you know, uh, it's long-term planning tool too. I think that's the other thing too. Our, our, our typical business owners, a business that works in their business, but they also recognize the fact they have to work on their business. And, and uh, so I would tell you, we have a level of sophistication of a business owner uh, that, that's our typical client that, uh, you know, isn't uh, running with their head cut off half the day or three quarters of the day where, you know, uh, they're running the business and so the business is running them. And uh, that's our, that's our typical client. Gotcha. What are some of the solutions you've touched on captive insurance strategies? What, um, what else does, uh, do you guys offer at uh, strategic risk alternatives? Yeah. So, um, you know, we do have a, a product line. Uh, we do a lot of, uh, besides the things I've talked about today, which is really known as a concept of enterprise risk management. We also have some strategies for self-funded healthcare plans. Uh, we have some strategies for custom warranty. I think today, warranties that are offered today, uh, you know, how do you manage that risk better? And we have some great solutions for that. Uh, and then we have specific uh, product lines. And, and so the so the enterprise risk management, uh, we call it the medical allied reinsurance company, stands for Mark. And in the custom warranty program, those are really across the gamut of industries that we can utilize those products for. Uh, the other products we have are for uh, more more identifiable industries. Uh, the first one I can tell you right now is the dental product. We have the dental uh, protection plans where we can define the warranty for the dentists and really kind of um, start to define that and also build an insurance company, handle those warranty premiums more effectively and so forth. And that's that's a great product, which you can go on our line. Every one of our products that we have listed on our website uh, has a small introduction video. The other one is a tenant insurance. So people that own multifamily units, we can start to offer, they can start to offer their own insurance products for, for accidental damage waiver along with uh, contents coverage of their units. Same, same concept for storage unit owners. And then the fourth one that we just rolled out is called tax audit assurance where CPA firms can now start to offer um, their clients a waiver of tax audit, meaning, you know, for an additional cost, uh, no different than TurboTax has been doing for years now you can buy audit protection from the CPA firm, which basically means they're not going to charge you in the event of an audit. They won't charge you for the billables the CPA firm would occur. So that's a new product we rolled out this year specifically for our CPA clients. Um, but, uh, you know, as you can see, we have a whole suite of, of products that's surrounded by owning some kind of form of their own insurance company. And how to, if you're going to take on more risk, that's great. But how do you effectively and maximize the ability to mitigate that risk. That's what we're going to bring to the table to the client. Great. And there's a ton of educational resources on uh, yeah. your website. So I encourage listeners to check it out. Um, a lot, lots of stuff to learn there. Very, very intriguing and very beneficial strategies. Now, Van, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, <laughs> not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? I think it has to be the one that, you know, the, the wealth builder. What is it, right? So first off, it's the business. Okay, let's protect the business better. Secondly, we're going to own this insurance company. We're going to build reserves up. 
on a tax advantage basis, which means we can invest in all those things that we can pass on to our heirs and so forth. And, and overall, really recognize this financial risk we've taken to do what we do every day. And how do we mitigate that? Well, we mitigate that during the good times because the good times aren't always going to be here. And unfortunately, and we know that uh, it's, it's glaring, right? And, and unfortunately, business owners I'm talking to today, they're being lulled into that a little bit because times are really good right now. Um, you know, again, don't get too lulled into it because uh, what goes up must come down in, in, the, in the world of gravity, right? So uh, that all aside, I, I think our, our biggest thing is, and, and is the value that we bring to our clients is managing their overall financial risk so they can better protect their families and, and leave a legacy. And uh, we help with that. I mean, one of the things that, you know, we try to do is make sure we protect the American dream. And sometimes, you know, a lot of business, a lot of companies out there are based on the American dream, owning your own business and, and thriving. Uh, and that's great. Uh, I mean, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I own my own business. That's, you know, I'm an entrepreneur first and that's the way I look at myself, but in all those risks that we take, how do we mitigate it more efficiently, effectively, and that's really by owning some kind of form of your own insurance company. Fantastic. Van, uh, where can my listeners learn more about you, your company, uh, all the services that you guys offer and stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? Yeah, so it's called Strategic Risk Alternatives. That's plural.com. Uh, I would really recommend you, they go to our website. Uh, I think the website's really going to, you know, it's designed to be references, referrals, and and education, uh, and each one of our product lines will have an introduction video of the concept overall and the and the, and the whys and the hows and so forth. And then, uh, you know, our office, uh, we're here in Boise, Idaho. Um, I do get out to Pennsylvania from time to time. I was just out there a couple weeks ago, as you know, and and uh, I'm glad I missed those storms, I got to tell you. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, no, so, so yeah, definitely go to our website. On there, you can reach out to us directly. Uh, our office number is 208-424-2249. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it is education at this point. I think it's new for a lot of small to middle market business owners. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's all about the education at this point in time. And that's what we're doing mostly is educating clients on, on this content. So fantastic happy for them to reach out to us in any way. Yeah. Great. Well, Van, this has been a pleasure connecting again and, and having you on the show. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and uh, providing so much value for my listeners. Yes. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. I really, it's, it's been a joy. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja and thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. 44- Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash 
life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.